Hello, beautiful people. I'm so happy that you made it back. Thank you for tuning in again for another episode of the House of Ladon. Today, I will be focusing on toxic relationships. Amongst my peers, this is a hot topic that is often brought up. I just want to start off with this. I believe that the love that you have for yourself should always outweigh the love that you have for someone else. Period. According to the National Domestic Violence Hotline, an average of 24 people per minute are victims of rape, physical violence, or stalking by an intimate partner in the United States. That is more than 12 million women and men over the course of a single year. So let that sink in. This is a slippery slope kind of topic. One minute you're in love and constantly thinking about this ideal person, then shit hits the fan and you absolutely want out. I never really went into detail about it, but at some point I was involved in a physical and emotional abusive relationship. So this topic is heavy on my heart. And if I can use my platform, I would love to help people out. On the surface, I seemed okay and did an awesome job at hiding what was really going on. But in reality, I wasn't happy. Me and my boyfriend at the time were in a toxic relationship. We fought so much. At some point, I lost sight of who I was, as I'm sure he did as well. As I transitioned from my teens to my early 20s, I just knew I was grown and had it all together. I left Delaware, my hometown, and moved to New York City to explore my sexuality. I wanted to be somewhere where I could really learn and navigate on my own. Once I fully started accepting that I was gay, I always had this idea in my head that I could find a potential lover, someone who was going to love me for who I was and support my every need and just really give me what it is that I wanted in a relationship. But I lacked confidence. Looking back, I know now that I lacked a lot of confidence and I was looking for all the wrong things in a relationship. So that's the funny part about these toxic relationships. They often don't always start off bad. Most of the time, they start off really good. Things were amazing between me and this guy. We met on a gay dating app. He respected my sexual boundaries at first. We went on several exceptional dates and we waited about a month before we made it official. I was excited to finally be in a loving companionship. Today, looking back, I can spot out all the things that were wrong that I ignored in the companionship. I came from a place of thinking that because I was an effeminate man that no guy would like me. Back around 2011 and 2012 in the gay community, there was a stigma that if you were femme, no one wanted you. It was like all the masculine guys were more beneficial. So for me to meet someone who liked me for who I was, I was stoked. Clearly, my self-esteem wasn't where it is now. At first, I spent more time with my new boyfriend and less time with my family and friends. Then we transitioned into lack of support for each other. There was negative communication, a lot of jealousy, controlling behaviors, dishonesty, and tons of disrespect. And then we decided to move in together with each other and there was negative financial behaviors. Baby, let me tell you, toxic. 
And I'll be honest, I can't put all the blame on my ex-boyfriend because I had my fair share of drama that I brought to the table. Clearly, I'm not perfect. Clearly, none of us are perfect. And we all make mistakes. Everyone makes mistakes. But if you're in a toxic relationship, it's best that you get out as soon as possible. I let this relationship linger. We fought. We made back up. We fought again. We made up again. We fought, 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 and made up again. And ironically, this lasted for over two years. Think about that. Over two years of this toxic bullshit and drama. My boyfriend at the time couldn't take the fact that I was becoming a star. Instagram had just started. I loved Instagram so much. I was always on Twitter. Um, Social media was just like a fun place for me to fully express myself. That was before Instagram was what it is today. Mind you, this nigga fucking tricked me into deleting my Twitter, deleting my Instagram, okay? One day, uh, we were fighting so bad that my fucking iPhone was ruined. I had to buy a new iPhone. Like, toxic. Growing up, I thought that that shit was okay. I thought that is what love was about. I thought that in order for you to find your true soulmate, you had to fight a little bit here and there. I thought it was normal to be in that kind of experience to like go through that type of stuff. The mental abuse was one thing. But once the physical abuse started kicking in, I realized I had to get out. I could no longer put up with this bullshit and I decided to leave the relationship. And because I never really showed the world what really was going on, so many people were upset when we broke up. They were like, oh, I thought you guys were so cute together. I really like that relationship for you. Like, why don't you get back with him? Like, uh, no. I only showed people the good. I only told people what was really good about the relationship. I never went into detail about the fact that it was abusive. It was abusive and I was losing myself. I didn't know who I was anymore. I lost friends. It just was a toxic time in my life. And honestly, I was really depressed being involved in something like that. So when I finally decided to get out and be on my own again, I didn't know who I was anymore. I had to rebrand. I had to figure out who I was again. (laughs) I deleted my Twitter, deleted my Instagram. I had to start my social media accounts all over again. It was just like a literally a new rebirth of myself. It took me years to rebuild myself again after getting out of a toxic relationship. Years. It's not worth it. It's not worth it at all. In the last days of the relationship, we were living together. I took the time secretly to go out and find a new place to move into so that I can get out of this relationship. One day he came home and all my stuff was moved out. He texted me and that was it. I never looked back. I remember when I moved into my new place and I was now alone out of a toxic relationship. And the first week I just cried. I cried because I couldn't believe that I allowed myself to be in something like that for so long. And I was by myself now. I was I was alone and I didn't know who I was. And it was scary, you know? Being in a toxic relationship oftentimes can be addicting. You use it as a comfort zone to, to just be in something just because you don't want to be by yourself. But I was alone afterwards. It was scary. It was different. 
It's funny how life takes you on these journeys to get you where you're actually supposed to be. It's funny how life puts you through all this bullshit so that you can see the other side. You can see the rainbow at the end. Today, I would never deal with anything like that. And the moment that I feel like something like that is happening again, I'm immediately turned off. We have to love ourselves enough to not deal with shit like that. We can't. We can't think that that's okay and put up with it. Life is meant to be precious and not abusive and stressful. I really wanted to take this time to share my story with you. Now I want to share my top five red flags that you may find in a toxic relationship. Number one, there's love bombing. It happens when someone overwhelms you with loving words, actions, and behavior as a manipulation technique. They lavish you with gifts. They can't stop complimenting you. They bombard you with phone calls and texts. These may seem like good things, but love bombing is usually one-sided in manipulation. Number two, there's controlling behavior. Your partner asking for your passwords or dictating how you dress or making you come home at a certain time. Number three, they refuse to take responsibility, making excuses for why they haven't found a job yet or never admitting when they're wrong. Ooh, there's number four, gaslighting, manipulating someone by psychological means, making you question your own sanity. These niggas will really have you out here making you feel all types of crazy when really they were wrong. And lastly, number five, they're mean to other people. Pay attention to how they treat the server when you go out to eat. Ha, bonus. Number six, your friends and family don't fuck with him. If your mama don't like him, he ain't right. Because that mother's intuition is normally right. And sadly, we stay in these situations because we don't feel worthy to get someone better. We see toxic behaviors from our parents and we're conditioned to think that that is love. We've been conditioned to think that that's how a normal relationship should be. Don't be afraid to be alone or by yourself. Don't let people pressure you into getting married or having kids with the wrong person. And granted, you invested so much time, but sometimes you have to start over. So y'all, share with me some of your toxic relationship stories and how you got out of them. And please share this with your friend that might be in a toxic relationship. And really look at yourself. Are you the toxic one in the relationship? My Instagram is Aaron Ladon. Let's connect. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and write a review. Thank you for all of your support. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you.